Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. The Morning Show. The Home Team. No, it's both. It's the crossover. Crossover, step back! Presented by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen right here on 960theref.com. All right, that is the crossover podcast presented by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen in Watkinsville and Five Points. Chris Brame from the home team. David Johnston from the uh, morning show. We don't see each other as much these days. No, we but don't. we've still uh, uh, managed to at least set aside a few minutes once a week to, uh, to deliver the crossover podcast and keep everyone focused on hopefully something other than coronavirus. And uh, thanks to Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen, our sponsor. In fact, they uh, delivered me a delicious cheese pie for lunch today. So uh, Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen and do your best if you can to support all uh, local restaurants and businesses, your favorite ones, and continue with takeout, delivery. And uh, if there's ever been a, uh, an industry that's been suited for takeout and delivery, that's pretty much the pizza business. And Fully Loaded, it was delicious. And we had a nice no contact delivery that's right and so they just came dropped it off and let me know when they had dropped it off and you can ahead of time go ahead and pay do the tip and all that beforehand and there's no there's no human contact at all uh these days but it worked perfectly so uh keep them in mind if you get uh hungry or if you go to the grocery store and there's nothing in there (laughs) which has been pretty much standard for the last couple of weeks just gotta Keep, uh, like uh, Logan and I have been saying in the mornings, uh, we're one day closer to something. We just don't know when that day is. So that's just true. Keep pushing through. Well, that's that's like, that's a better spin on it because I've, I mean, today, as we're recording this on a Thursday, today is really probably like the first day where I've really been bummed out because today was supposed to be opening day for Major League Baseball and also the start of the Sweet 16. I mean, it's is today should yeah. have been as good a sports year as just about any on the calendar and here we are and then i've you know a couple times too i've gone to a real dark place where i've thought about how what is this like day 15 or 16 with uh with sports pretty much just canceled slash postponed and you know sometimes i start thinking like is there is there still a longer period of time before sports returns than the period of time that's already passed which feels like an eternity as it is yeah, I mean that's the that's the weird thing. So, what are you calling ground? See, I'm calling that Thursday, which was two weeks ago today, kind of day zero. Yeah, and then I'm calling Friday the 13th because it's easy to remember, and it was Friday the 13th. That's day one to me of when this all this new thing it hit. started. Because I mean, there were I, I honestly I believe the the Braves played a spring training game on that Thursday. They were playing the they Tigers did. and they finished it. They finished it. They won, I think. Yeah, but like yeah. all other, you know, there were a few conference tournaments that started. None of them finished though. Maybe they played a half and that was it. So as far as just a full complete game of something, there might have been some spring training games that day. But Wednesday was really the last day. Wednesday of two weeks ago now was really the last day yep. that there was a, just a full 
Well, that was the completed the sporting event. It. Yeah, and that's when everyone started calling it. Yeah, and that was you know even uh, Georgia. Georgia got to play that night and at least ended its season with a W. So that was uh, that was something for well, sure. Yeah, because it was Wednesday that night. We had lost to Georgia Southern down there in Statesboro, and we had gotten word during the game that uh, that we were going to be playing the Gators in front of nobody, in front of no fans. And that was Wednesday night. And then waking up Thursday morning thinking at that point it was still – we were headed to Gainesville. And then two or three hours later, it's like, head on back to Athens. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, it was uh, done. And then originally it was we're going to postpone until March 30th. And then it was sometime in the middle of April. And then it was just like, no, the rest of the, the academic year for 19 and 20 has been – uh next as far as uh as far as college athletics go now rob manford the commissioner of major league baseball has said you know they're exploring a lot of different possibilities for when and how they might be able to uh to get the baseball season uh cranked up and i guess as of now he still says that they're you know they're hoping for at least mid-may where they can start to prepare for a season but he says once they get to the point where like okay we can have a season then he's estimating it's going to be at least four weeks of some sort of spring training or something to let the players get kind of you know back in shape yeah and I guess you know for pitchers that's where you got to be a little bit more careful just because of their arms but I'm, I'm sure these guys they're staying on the the coaches have them on like kind of workout programs can you can you throw a bullpen in your basement I mean can right. you uh can you replicate something like that I don't know but I mean I don't think it's a situation where it's going to take them a ton of time four weeks to me sounds like a long time but i'm not a pitching coach either yeah i, but I, I feel like i know a little bit more about baseball than trying to predict the coronavirus i would almost like how about how about the games count and they're like regular season games but it's fine like all right mike soroka starts opening day but he's on a pitch count right yeah and so maybe he pitches two or three innings like he would at the start of spring training but you know the game counts and the games are played and you know, not in Florida or Arizona, and at, at least at some team stadium. But I know they're, you know, they're coming up with all kinds of possibilities of maybe uh, playing in front of empty houses with no fans there. And yeah, I guess even some some teams in cities like you know the Yankees and the Mets, maybe they can't play there, and they just have to end up going to Florida, Arizona, and playing in some spring training venue where it might be uh, safer. At least this, uh, you know, this crisis isn't as uh ramped up as it is in other places that's the thing i think that's what we're starting to see a little bit here too is some places aren't quite nearly as bad as other places and but then that doesn't mean people from the places where it's ramped up can't take it somewhere else too yeah no but so yeah you just you don't know right now i mean you know everyone's antsy i mean fans are antsy and you think of course i mean the players and the coaches they all want to get back out there and start playing too they don't want to be cooped up and in isolation and uh, quarantine like everybody else is I, I guess mark cuban i saw him talking about <laughs> he said he he was setting the over under for june 1st with the nba and he would take the under so he would take the under he's also cursing at senators on his uh twitter oh is he account. yeah 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 when they couldn't get the the uh the deal done yeah he had enough i guess they finally got something hammered out yeah but um, two trillion dollars i can't even imagine what a trillion is no that's crazy yeah i'll never get there what is that that's uh how how many many zeros zeros is that yeah is that 10 no let's see would that be 12 zeros is that right no would that be 
Let's see, six zeros would be a million. A million. Nine would be a billion, and so twelve, I guess 12 would be a trillion. I guess all so. Right. Yeah. I can't even fathom that number. Twelve zeros on that. Uh, yeah. On that thing. So we're all just trying to get by and make do. And I did enjoy last week some of the uh, the throwback games that a few of the networks put on there. I actually watched a NASCAR race, Dave. The uh, <laughs> Miller High Life Four Hundred from Richmond in nineteen eighty six that Fox aired that had originally been broadcast on TBS. So that's even a cool thing too when you go back and you yeah. see like the old like an old TB TBS broadcast of NASCAR. Uh, Logan and I this morning went through the ninth inning of the uh, the Braves ninety two uh, World uh, NLCS uh, Game Seven. Uh, he had watched it and then we kind of went through it and tried to remember back on a lot of stuff. It was actually kind of cool, kind of interesting. It was just that bottom of the ninth inning. Yeah, the Braves being down two nothing and then coming back and winning three to two. It started with that Chico leaned Aaron, right? It was well. It started with a Terry Pendleton double. Okay, so there was no curse of the leadoff double in that game, and then yeah, Chico lean. And here's another thing. This is how uh, over the years I'd had it in my brain that that was he hadn't made an error all season. He made only like two though. Six. Oh, he made six. He'd okay, made six. But he was the Gold Glove winner at second base in the National League that year. So um, he had made six errors during the regular season, but still he, it was, he was a phenomenal fielder. And then uh, let's see, after that. Um, I guess uh, Sid Bream walked, and then they went to the bullpen and brought in Stan Belinda. And uh, I'm trying to remember what happened after that. There was a uh, – I think Ron Gant hit a sack fly that almost – did it almost get out? So that made it 2-1 to one with, uh, with uh, one out. And then I think there was another walk, maybe Damon Berryhill. That loaded the bases. And then um, – Brian Hunter popped out, so that was two outs, bases loaded, and then Cabrera's base hit. And Jimmy Williams was the third base coach, and uh, he rolled the dice, which I'm glad he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, turned out to be a great call. If he holds Bream, which you probably, you know, he's like he's the slowest guy in, in the majors. <laughs> I mean, if he holds him there, and then the Pirates got in and you got extra innings, the Braves probably have to bring – Ron Gannon to play second base and leave Cabrera in to play in the outfield. Uh, so it, it, they go into extra innings. So there's a lot of like cool little things that you kind of look at now to see, oh, what might have happened if he doesn't score there? Yeah. I get maybe that was part of the gamble too, is knowing we've, we've at least got the game tied exactly, now. Yeah. So take a shot. But exactly. I mean, yeah, you're testing. You got Sid Bream testing with Bond's arm. Bond's arm. And Bond's was getting to the ball just as Bream was touching third. And still couldn't throw him out. Yeah, well, that's a blight on Bond's career yeah. then. And maybe um, Jimmy Williams knew Otis Nixon w- was on deck. It would have been back to the top of the order. Uh, so maybe he's like, hey, let's just, hey, if he gets thrown out, we got extra innings, we got Nixon, le- we got the top of the order leading off the 10th. That's yeah. what we'll go with. Yeah. Hey, Otis could have like just grounded one somewhere and beat it out, maybe. Well, he tried that in the World Series. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> Against the Blue Jays. Yep. That was the last final out of that out, series, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Final out. Old Otis. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what uh, you got now. That's is what just, we're doing now. We're examining things like that. Yeah, you're just kind of like reliving uh, reliving past games and you know remembering some of those, those, those vintage games. I know CBS last weekend put a – about a half dozen old NCAA tournament games on in place of what would have been this year's NCAA tournament. I don't know if they plan on doing that again this weekend. The one that works that's not really stepping up is the Golf Channel. 
that keeps just showing the twenty eight. The, yeah, the 2018 Valspar, or I mean, I know Kisner won it last year, but still, like last year's match play. Yeah. Um, Wonder if they're under some kind of, I don't know, like yeah, limitation as to what they can show and what they can't show. I wouldn't think so. I mean, do you think they have any access to like old masters, or is that CBS? I that's probably or Augusta. But <laughs> I I would think if Augusta wanted them to, well, this, that's the problem though, is because ESPN and CBS have the masters. Yeah. So maybe Golf Channel just doesn't have access to that. But yeah. they got access to plenty of other stuff. Yeah, like even if it's not the Masters, like they could step up with something other than the Valspar. Yeah, I know. Last night the NBA uh, TV had uh, the NBA Finals. I guess it was from '89. Uh, Pistons over the Lakers. Oh, yeah. So Motor City. Uh, yeah, I mean, you like going back and looking at those. Yeah. I'll take that all That's day. Cool. Um, but yeah, hey, but I've I watched more NASCAR last Sunday than I've watched in uh, in years when I saw like here's an old race from richmond there's appears to be a 7-eleven in the infield um you know dale Earnhardt was leading and of course at the end of the race got into a wreck with like two laps to go and didn't win and kyle petty won which was his first career victory so it was uh it was good i appreciate you checking us out the crossover podcast presented by fully loaded pizza kitchen in watkinsville and five points in athens you can uh, subscribe to us on itunes uh, you can listen anytime on demand to 960theref.com or uh, better yet, uh, go and get that 960theref app and uh, you can find it in the app store if you're on an iPhone, Google Play if you have an Android. When we come back on the other side, I have some baseball results if you would like them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Okay. All right. Well, Is it a sim it. thing? Yes. Okay. Because I saw the... I, I, not only did I see, I actually watched some of it. Okay. It was the Falcons and the Saints were being <laughs> simmed. Here's the scary part. You could bet on it. And well, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. And I guess we'll have a mention, too, because we recorded last Thursday. The next day, the Falcons signed Todd Gurley. So on our last oh, okay. episode, we never actually talked about okay. the Falcons and Gurley. So we'll get into that, too. Quick little break. We'll hear from Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen. And um, then we'll be back for part two, the crossover podcast here on 960theref.com and the 960theref app. You know it's just a matter of time before you'll want some comfort food, like a big ooey-gooey pizza or juicy wings. But you can curb those cravings with Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen's curbside service. Just go to fullyloaded.pizza and pay by credit card. Then once you arrive, call them with your name and car description. They'll bring all your comforting favorites out to you. Get comfort food curbside with Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen at Five Points in Athens and off Mars Hill Road in Watkinsville. All right, it is episode 129 of the Crossover Podcast, presented as always by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen in Watkinsville and in Five Points. Chris Brame from the home team, David Johnston from the uh, morning show. And uh, yeah, as we teased, now <laughs> the one thing that we have is that um, between like Madden and MLB The Show, we've taken to now we'll just simulate baseball games on uh on playstations yeah. or xboxes well here's what i have did you ever play the board game stratomatic did you ever have that are you familiar with that i had a version that y you used to be able to order it from sports illustrated and it was called stratus pro okay i think it was kind of a knockoff so, of yeah. that but it was i had a football version and a baseball version 
Because the guy that that does Stratomatic, he's like eighty something years old, and he's been do he invented this when he was like a kid. Yeah, and it's just evolved over the years. And I think they do all, a bunch of different sports now, but I think it originally was baseball. With baseball, yeah. And I had this game when I was a kid, and it wasn't one where you just – it wasn't like a you know, regular board game. It was one where you had to kind of put stuff together. There and were cards and, yeah, and just, lineups yeah. and all that stuff. Well, Stratomatic.com is simulating every game of the Major League season. So every day, every afternoon, you get the results of that day's games. So we already know how the card, uh, how the uh, Diamondbacks and Braves did tonight, as we record this on a Thursday. Excellent. Afternoon. So Soroka started opposite yep. who? Madison Bumgarner. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yes, good pitching matchup. And uh, here's before I give you the result. Here's what they went with: uh, Acuna in center, uh, Albies at second, Freeman at first. Ozuna, despite his struggles in spring training, got the start in left field, yeah, batting in, cleanup. Keep in mind, he's sitting on like two hits. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Travis Darno started at catcher, and uh, he hit fifth. Adam Duvall got the start in right field, batting sixth. Um, let's see here. Seventh would have been, uh, let's see, it looks like Dansby Swanson. Batting eighth was Hechevarria over Camargo. And uh, Riley. Wow. And batting ninth was, well, the pitcher, um, Soroka. So that was the Braves lineup that they, that they went with for Stratomatic for the season opening game. Uh, Soroka went six innings, gave up five hits and three runs, two walks. We had 10 strikeouts. So he had a good, uh, had a good run. And the bullpen went three scoreless innings. There you go. Shane Green, Will Smith. And Mark Melanson. So the Braves score two in the top of the ninth and win five to three. Did so a, the Braves get a season opening victory over the Diamondbacks. Do you have like is it a whole box score? Yep, I got everything. So like a, another guy who was having a terrible spring was Acuna. Uh, yeah, Acuna started. Are you talking about Acuna? Acuna had a oh, terrible okay. spring too. Two for five with two runs scored. Okay. Um, I'll just give it to you. Albies one for four with a run scored. God, isn't this terrible? This is what we're doing now on our. Uh, well, uh, and we're going to do this in the morning too. Let me get to how frightening yeah. Uh, yeah. Madden simulations yeah. can be. Freddie Freeman two for four with an RBI. Azuna one for four. Darno two for four with two RBIs. Duvall went zero for three. Uh, let's see here. Swanson went two for four with a run scored, and uh, the big hit was the two runs in the ninth inning that came on a uh let's see johan camargo pinch hit home run excellent so he's a little mad about not being in the lineup so he goes out and homers so we had a bullpen melton uh, opening day for the diamondbacks yes yes we did and let's see what did bumgarner do he went he gave up three runs in five innings but they had uh yeah they had a bullpen meltdown with uh, archie bradley and Whoever Lopez is, he gave up the home run to uh, to Camargo. So here's the little recap. It says, uh, Soroka reeled off a total of 10 strikeouts as the Atlanta Ball Club defeated the Arizona team. I wonder if they have to word it that I way. think trademarks, you yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. As the Atlanta Ball Club defeated the Arizona team by the score of 5-3 to three. at Chase Field, though. It does have Chase Field. It says Atlanta came up with the deciding runs in the top of the ninth. 
After two were out, Dansby Swanson keyed the rally when he banged out a single. Johan Camargo, next to the plate, lifted one out of the park for a two-run homer. Braves had 13 hits, and the Diamondbacks only had six, so the Braves must have left some men on. So Will Smith gets the victory, Melanson gets the save, and Archie Bradley suffers a loss. Well, Camargo actually had some pretty good uh, pinch hits last year for the team, too. I, I felt like last year he always kept a pretty good head and attitude about things yeah. when he wasn't playing every day. But um, he well, still he that, delivered in a pinch. Yeah. So maybe this will get him going. Maybe he'll be in the lineup for tomorrow. Yeah. So, well, no, I noticed on uh, some, you know, certain offshore businesses yeah. that are trying to stay in business also that they had NFL 2020 Sims. I'm like, what is this? So I clicked on it last <laughs> now, night. S, is that S-I-M-S? Yes. Okay. So I Short cl- for simulation. Yes. So I click on it last night, and I see the Falcons are plus two and a half against the Saints. <laughs> the money line was like the Falcons were plus 105, and the, the over-under was 54. And I'm like, good grief. This is a real thing. And it's said on the bottom that the game would be simulated at 12 noon. It was, uh, again, we're recording this on a Thursday, March the 26th. The game was being simulated that afternoon at noon, and it had a website for, for Twitch that you could go and watch it. Well, so I, I get up this morning, and I, I look at it again, and not only are there lines, but it appears people are actually wagering on them because the line had moved. The Falcons <laughs> were up to a field goal underdog, the money line had shot up to like 130 and the total had gone up to 58. So like somebody's actually wagering on this. Wow. So anyway, I got on there for a little bit this afternoon and watched it, but it is, it's Madden. They're basically, it's just the, the computer is playing Madden and it's a full, they play four 15 minute quarters. And when I got on there, it was 17 to 17 in the fourth <laughs> quarter. The, uh, can the, you still, can you wager in game? Yeah. I don't think they had any live wagering, but if you're, if you really want to get in on that, I think it's seven o'clock tonight there, the Steelers are playing somebody and you can bet on it. <laughs> but so it was 17, 17, the, um, the, the saints were kind of driving and then Grady Jarrett sacked breeze they had to settle for a field goal, which they missed. So here comes the offense. And then I, I, uh, my fully loaded pizza kitchen pizza was delivered, so I turned it off and stopped watching. But the Falcons were like, they were inside the 10-yard line bidding to take the lead about midway through the fourth quarter. So I don't know how it turned out, uh, but maybe Atlanta, the simulation, the Falcons plus three cashed for uh, some degenerates out there. Man. It looked like the game probably went under, though. <laughs> Looks like so, it, yes. Uh, but yeah, I, that's what we got now. Well, I, I did feel horrible. I saw, like, I've seen photos of, like, Fremont Street and the Vegas Strip, and it's just, it's pitiful. Yeah. It's just crazy. And I guess the draft, they're saying they're still going to hold the draft. It's not going to be there. Yeah, they're yeah. just going to have it in a conference. Yeah, they rooms. can have it in, they can have it in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Although a bunch of the GMs have, I guess, sign some petition that they don't want to have right. it because they don't feel like they can adequately prepare for yeah. it like, like, have you seen how you guys draft <laughs> when you can prepare because <laughs> yeah. like if you think the these falcons moves and i guess we can segue into atlanta signing Gurley. so from atlanta getting rid of beasley to signing dante fowler to now signing todd Gurley, those guys were all drafted in the same draft of 20 that was 15 right yeah the 2015 draft, in the top 10 players picked, only one of them is still on the team that drafted him. Now, that's a draft now that's five seasons into their career. And the top 10 picks, only one of them, Brandon Scherf, who Washington took, still plays for the team that took him. So 
you know, listen, go ahead and just have the draft. You're just basically throwing darts and guessing anyway. That's a good point. And, you know, you just you, you don't know what's going to happen. And then you could have a third-round pick that ends up getting his second contract. Yeah. You know, or, or like Grady Jarrett. Pick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, what I know they didn't get the pro days, but they've already had the combine. They've already had the senior games. They've got, at least on most of these guys, two years of tape. Uh, they've already done the interviews. What I mean, what else? I think they, I know there's more to it than that. But I mean, come on. They talked about you know like psychological evaluations yeah. and things yeah. like that, and I I get it. But it's you're none of you really appear to be so great at your job that it really matters whether you have more time or less time to to do the draft. It, I hope they do it and they do one one round per night. Yeah, I've seen Drag that. Drag it out as much as possible. So a seven-day event? Yeah. Let me ask you, though. Yeah. On the seventh day, are you really watching the seventh round? Well, you know, maybe not, but I'd like to have the option of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> They're like bowl games. True. Okay, yeah, yeah, true. It's like, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm one of those that always says, hey, you don't have to like them, but yeah, don't you watch don't watch them if you don't want to. I'd take it where every team is eligible for a bowl, even like Akron last year that <laughs> exactly. didn't win a game. Yes. One in 11 ATS. Like yes. If they were in a bowl game, I'd have watched That's it. right. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they actually had some intrigue because of their ATS record. Yeah. Yeah. They were. They didn't cover a game for their first uh, 10 weeks, I think. They were the first team yeah. to ever go double digits without a cover. Incredible. That's impressive. But, yeah, so the Falcons, we didn't get a chance to touch on that last week because they signed Todd Gurley on Friday. And, um, you know, it's questionable what Gurley still has left because he has had a, a bad knee for the last couple of years. He didn't average four yards a carry last season with the, uh, with the Rams. And, you know, L.A. definitely had buyer's remorse on that big contract they gave him. But for the Falcons, he's beloved in the state. So if there's something Atlanta needs, I mean, they do need some some enthusiasm from people, to, something to get excited about, because I don't know that overall anyone's got high expectations for the uh, for the team in general. And, you know, I guess the, the price is right. It's kind of a low-risk maneuver for the team. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if they had given him uh, – and I'm, as a Georgia guy, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact that they've got him. But if they'd given him a multi-year contract and tied up money in there, that probably wouldn't have been, you know, very responsible on their part. So I think both sides were good with the situation, and this gives Todd a chance to have a good year and then maybe get a another contract. Yeah, and he'll be playing in front of people fired up to definitely watch. Him. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. I just know that the uh, my favorite sports term now, load management, yeah. will be coming to the Falcons this season. Yes, it will. And since Falcons fans were already practicing social distancing at the end of last year in the stadium, this might get them going back in, too. In fact, that was one game I remember thinking when the Rams came to Atlanta last season, because Gurley was playing for them, I thought, you know, they might actually have a decent turnout. And so I remember turning that game on, and one of the announcers even commented like how unbelievable it was that a stadium that big could be as quiet as it was yeah so, yeah i know i, I know. think at that point that the falcons were one in six and about to be one in seven and they turned it around saved the coach's job and yeah here we are and now have the 16th pick of the draft yes and a harder schedule than the bucks yeah well dave and they don't have brady now either that's right that's right well continue uh good health and yeah, be same safe to you, chris see you again next week and uh look forward to seeing seeing what we got going on yeah hey maybe maybe by next week we'll have sports back hmm 
I think we'll uh, find out what the Braves' record is in Stratomatic. Yeah. But we know they won their season opener. Keep me posted, and I'll keep everyone posted on the Madden simulations that you can can actually wager on. Yes. Uh, The uh, crossover podcast presented, as always, by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen in Athens and uh, Five Points in Athens, also the original location in Watkinsville. We appreciate them for sponsoring us. As always, subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen whenever you want on demand at 960theref.com. Or uh, better yet, go out and get that new 960 The Ref app if you haven't downloaded it yet uh, in the App Store for iPhone users in Google Play if you're on an Android. For Dave, I'm Chris. This has been The Crossover Podcast here on 960theref.com and the 960The Ref app. You've been listening to The Crossover, presented by Fully Loaded Pizza Kitchen on 960theref.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.